Welcome to the Sim Podcast. We got a special podcast for you guys this week. We are on our way to watch the Red Sox and Tampa Bay. What up, Ron? What's going on? Listen, we're recording this as we're driving towards Tampa. We're leaving Orlando and we're going to see our beloved Red Sox. What do you think about that, Ron? I am pumped. I can't believe um, we're actually going to make it to a game. Um, it's insane that we're actually doing a podcast as I'm driving. And it looks like we're running into some traffic now. So, that you know, I'm not going to let this ruin my mood. We'll be in Tampa in a couple hours. So I'm, I'm uh, very happy. Yeah, this is, I mean, it's a five o'clock rush hour. So parking was going to, I mean, uh, you know, all this bad traffic was going to happen. But the only reason why we're taking this trip is because of what happened Tuesday night. And can you summarize, Ron, what happened Tuesday night? Yeah, we kicked the Yankees' ass. That's what it comes down to. We uh, took the lead early and never looked back. Had a little bit of a scare for a minute, but we handled business. That's that's what it came down to. Not only did we kick the Yankees' ass, but then we sent all those Yankee fans that bought tickets home unhappy. And one of our best friends uh, was actually one of them. They, he decided to take a trip from New York to uh, Boston to catch the game. And uh, quite a bit of Yankee fans there, um, surprisingly. Yeah, I, w- I was surprised when I saw, when we were watching the game and we saw all those Yankee jerseys and Yankee hats. But you know what? It's only a two-hour drive, so it's basically the drive that we're doing today. So if you're a fan, I guess if you're going to go overpay for tickets, one game playoff, yeah, I can see why. I can see why you would take that hike. But then again, you, then you got to drive back unhappy. Long drive. It's long a long drive, drive. Long, miserable drive home. They probably had a lot of drinks. Um not drinking and driving. Probably had a lot of drinks, though, to sober up their sadness on the way home. And not only that, but the way that the Yankees lost, with all that overpriced pitching, with Stanton hitting the ball hard, with Judge hitting the ball getting caught as an out on a home base, a home plate, it was spectacular. Yeah, that was a great, great play. I couldn't couldn't believe it uh that actually i think sealed it for us to be honest because we went on uh to score a couple more runs after that so that could have been a completely different inning completely different ball game after that that was a huge play i'm not a i'm not a fan of alex rodriguez and the fact that fox is paying him all this money or espn is paying him all this money to uh do games games that he's you can tell he was heavily, heavily rooting for the Yankees in a live broadcast. Come on, man. Yeah. Do come better, on. ESPN. You know who they should put? They should have put Big Poppy. That'd be great. I'd love to hear him you know, during the game. That'd well, be awesome. It, it's funny because in the studio, I don't know if they do it, did it this year, but last year they had Alex Rodriguez and they had Big Poppy in the studio. Yeah. I don't know why they went away from that. They should have just kept them in the studio. Yeah, the Big Poppy's time. awesome, man. So they 
basically beat the Yankees. We're going to talk about this at nauseum for them because this is, ever since we won it in 2004, the rivalry hasn't been the same. I think that we have a leg on them. It's a new century. It's not the same old Yankee, uh, Red Sox that they used to beat up on. I'm sorry, but we're just not going to be get pushed over by them. Yeah, not anymore. We've got that taste of winning in our system uh, and actually winning the World Series, not just winning, making it to the playoffs and getting disappointed. And now that we know what it feels like, I think, you know, from here on out, knock on wood, we'll always put together uh, a contender that can actually make it to the World Series uh, year in and year out. Yes, because this is the thing is that this was supposed to be a rebuilding year, but I don't know what happened. Maybe they realized, oh, we have a decent team this year. Because at the beginning of the year, we had a podcast. You can listen to it. But we didn't think very high of this team. Yeah, no, I had 60-something wins, I believe, is what I had predicted. I think the uh, odds had him at like somewhere around like 80, I think. And I, we both went under. We, we, Like you said, we thought this was a rebuilding year and uh, there'd be some disappointments. But they they started off like hot, begin the season, and never really looked back. They struggled a little bit at the end after the All-Star break. Um, and that's kind of like why my confidence went down a little bit uh, with this team. But, you know, I got to give them credit, you know, not just for making it, you know, for, for doing what it takes to, like, win enough games. It's been different things pitching clutch hitting at times uh it's just amazing what they've been able to accomplish yeah i think up and down this roster alex cora and who and i don't know what the gm's name is. i know he hasn't been there for a while but they put together a scrappy team a, uh, a team that can hit uh when the time's up they i mean i know overall they don't have a 300 hitter and JD, I don't think JD Martinez is coming back, is he? Well, that's a good question. You mean for the playoffs? Just period. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. I would I would think that he will because I don't know if they would have gotten rid of or let Mookie Betts walk um, if they had JD Martinez or or was planning on on not keeping him. So I don't know. JD is looking a little bit old, though. I, I will say that. Well, he's. I don't think they they're gonna re-sign him. He's gonna ask for more money, and I don't think they're gonna give it to him. But having said that, going back to the three hundred, nobody on this team is hitting for a good average. But when you got runners in scoring position, when you got two outs and you need to bring in a runner two, this team can do it. Yeah, it goes to show you. You don't necessarily need to have spectacular players um a bunch of home run hitters uh, on your team like the yankees have have kind of set their team up over the last few years you know there's different win ways of winning ball games um and the red sox just have that chemistry and uh it's been fun to watch it's been a blast because i think when when you come into the season with low expectations and this team exceeds them you get really hyped up it's not like if you have a dominating team, you're kind of, you know, a.k.a. the Yankees. If you have a payroll team, a.k.a. the Yankees, and you expect them to do good, 
and then they shit the bed like they did on Tuesday night. I can see why you upset. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to stop, stop making fun of uh, the Yankee fans out there, especially the ones we know. But uh, what do you what do you think about tonight? How are you feeling? How confident are you? I'm actually very confident because I can tell <laughs> this Tampa Bay team, even though they win a lot of games, I don't I don't know if they have the experience because I I think that they went to the World Series last year. And they didn't play that well against the Dodgers. And a lot of people, you know, it's not the same Red Sox team. It isn't, but I can tell you uh, the Rays are the favorite. Um, this is going to be a, a tough, tough series. I'm hoping we get off to a really good start today. You'll be really disappointed, not if we, not just if we lose, but if we don't play well, we get blown out. Um, like uh, I think the last game you went to, right, that was kind of a blowout. I'm hoping tonight we don't see any of that. Well, this is what happened last time was we didn't have a bullpen. So so this has kind of been the MO for the Sox this year. They get down three or four runs. They take out the starter because they're like, we need to go to the bullpen. And then the team might tie the game, might go up a run, but then the bullpen fucks it up. Then... Instead of being down one run, instead of being down four runs, all of a sudden you're down eight runs. You're down seven runs. Why? Because the bullpen came in and gave up another four runs. So yeah. it's like, you know what? And I think that this playoff run, Alex Cora has it figured out. He knows who to go to. He knows how to keep the game close. You, you saw on Tuesday took the hand the ball out of Favoldi as soon as he got in trouble yeah nah he did not play around he's like time to go yeah he and I think that knowing that this is a five game series knowing that every out every inning counts I don't think Alex Cora is gonna mess around I think that if the starters don't have it you're out yeah what I'll say is I, I'm what worries me is you know you never know what uh, team you're going to get with the Red Sox. There's times where our hitting just goes extremely cold and you're like, what the hell is going on? Uh, I hope those guys can stay hot. Uh, we can manufacture some runs. I don't know who's pitching for the Rays. Don't really care, but I, I'm sure it's going to be someone good. And we need to figure out how to uh, score and, and get to them early, hopefully. Well, not only get to them early, but really, really get, get to them period like play head games mind games whatever it takes they just we need to i know they have a lot of young hitters but we need to get in our heads yeah absolutely so let me tell you who's going for tampa today so we have let's see for the red sock we have eduardo the rodriguez and for the Rays, we have McClanahan, which is their ace, a young young stud. But once again, he's very young. He's uh, born in 97. He's 24 years old. Now, Eduardo Rodriguez, he, he's been up, up and down yeah. this year. But I think that if he keeps it closed, the Red Sox can, win, can sneak one out. 
Yeah, yeah, and we got to score runs. I think that's what's going to come down to. You know, pitching is great. It's nice to have like some solid pitching. That's usually what takes you, uh, you know, all the way and carries you to the World Series. But you know, I think that's not going to be what gets us there necessarily this year. I think our our hitting needs to come through um, for us to have a, a chance. I think we're going to have the timely hitting. That's. I don't know if we're going to score a lot of runs because playoff pitching is different than, you know, regular season pitching. pitching. But if we have timely hitting and our closer, which it appears to be Robles right now, if he doesn't, if he throws strikes and we have a really, really good middle bullpen, I have I have faith in this team. I, I think that we can take this series. I know Tampa Bay's favorite. I know that Tampa Bay went all the way to the World Series. Maybe this year they're like, you know what, we need to win it all. But if we can just get past Tampa, you know, Houston waiting in the wings or Chicago, probably Houston because Chicago, um, I haven't seen too much. I don't know how good they are. I know that they won the division, but... You know, I feel very optimistic about this, you know, ban of uh, nobody believes in us. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to look too far ahead at the next series. I just want to win this one um, and get past the Rays. I think it's going to be tough. But what are you expecting um, in terms of, I guess, the fans? I'm wondering if if, if we're going to see more Sox fans or Rays fans um, at this game. Well, according to Steve, our friend Steve, the rest of the uh, Tampa Bay fans are coming out the woodwork. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. These guys, they don't ever show up. Like during the season, they, you know, Tampa is like lowest in attendance. And then all of a sudden the playoffs start, you know, you see people cheering and stuff. But because this is a Red Sox game and, you know, we travel well, there's tons of Sox fans here down, you know, down here in Florida. I'm, I'm expecting to kind of be a fifth. I'm hoping at least to be a 50-50 crowd. That'd be great. Well, I think that if it depends, it depends. If they if they open it up all the way to the third, you know, to the third row, way up there, which they have, and they sell it out, then it it, it might be 60-40 Rays fans. But if and this wasn't a really hard ticket to get, but if they <laughs> if they if they keep it closed and keep sections closed, it could be 50-50 Red Sox fans to Tampa Bay fans. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I I I've, I don't think I've ever been in the 30 years ever been to a playoff baseball game. Really? And I've been to many many Fenway games. I've been to, I even been to Yankee games, not playoffs though, but I've been to many Fenway. This this will be the first for me. I've been to plenty of playoff games. Living in uh, Massachusetts for all those years, I actually worked for the Red Sox for a little bit, and I was fortunate enough to um, make it to some of those uh, playoff games. Working security didn't really get to see the the field or watch the game where I was. Uh, standing or sitting um, but you know this is uh, it's gonna be good to to make it to a, a game I think and support the Sox on the road uh, I don't think I've ever done that especially not for the 
not for the playoffs at least. I've done, you know, I've gone and traveled places to watch them uh, play, you know, in spring training, and uh, we've been to some Tampa games like during the regular season stuff like that. But first time going um, for the playoffs on the road and supporting the team that feels great. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good because when I think back to my time, you know, the Red Sox in the in their nineties weren't very good. They started to play good once 96 97 once they got pedro on the team and you they got a little bit more competitive and it was good but back then i was just like this team is horrible i don't i'm not why am i wasting my time this team it's not doesn't do very well and that was back in the time where they had roger clemens and he was winning 20 games almost every year and they were still bad so it just goes to show you how things have changed how you know we are on top now and the yankee fans are home crying (laughs) talking about you know oh we had rizzo we had judge we had stan why we lose because your team is not good yeah they're probably talking about firing everybody at this point you know they went from all these excuses, right? And all these reasons why they lost. Uh, hey, it doesn't matter. We lost 27 rings. And now they're just like miserable. So, you know, there's always next year, Yankee fans. Uh, you know, so don't don't take it too hard. At least, you know, come root for us. You know, root for the Sox. Why not? Well, you, you told, we told Angel that he should, when he comes down here, he should, uh, and Angel is our, friend our, our new york yankee friend we tell them and he's actually related to you we tell them when he comes down here to florida he should wear red sox gear and support the team that beat your team yeah and we you know we said if uh if this goes to seven games and the Sox are back here in tampa on wednesday uh, you know, let's go to the game. Uh, just one thing you need to do, no exceptions, is wear Red Sox gear. And he said, heck no, he's not doing that. Because he's a hater. <laughs> he's drinking that haterade when he knows he could be cheering for a winner. That's right. So, yeah, this this is uh, very exciting. Uh, I, I'm going to have the overpaid beers at the stadium. Well, before we get get to the stadium tell them our what our plans are in terms of pre-gaming well we're gonna go to my friend our friend steve's house we're gonna drink a lot of cigar city beers which if you live around the central florida tampa bay area you know that they make good beers and uh after that we're gonna take an uber because he lives like five minutes away from the uh stadium yeah, I'm skipping the beer. I'm going straight to tequila. I'm having a, a daddy-free Red Sox fest type of crazy night. I might end up crashing and <laughs> sleeping at Steve's place, even though I got to be back home uh, in Orlando uh, for tomorrow. But I, I, I plan on celebrating and, and having fun tonight for sure. Listen, win or lose, if, you know... I know there's no such thing as moral victories when it comes to the playoffs. Regular season, yes. Playoffs, no. 
But win or lose, we are going to have fun. We are going to cheer for the Red Sox. But ultimately, if the Red Sox can steal a victory on game one, that would be awesome. Yes. That would be awesome. Uh, and I think that they're very capable of. This team is very capable because I don't think anybody believed that this team was going to be in this situation. Not at all. Um, well, I think we, we, we did think that they'll make the playoffs. But, you know, again, after the All-Star break, the way they were playing, we're like, holy crap, we may not make it. Um, but, you know, it took uh, all the way to the end, basically, for us to to make it, you know, which we, which we, we did. So happy that, uh, that we're here. And that's the way it's supposed to be when, you know, when your team is underappreciated like this year's team was, it, it might take you 162 games. Well, it took them 163 games to make it to the playoff. But hey, you know what? That's the way. That's the way that Alex Cora likes it. Be the underdog. Don't believe in us. You know, me against the world. All that shit. All that chemistry bullshit. It's working. That's right. So, yeah, we we're stuck in traffic. How much do I hate I four? Oh God. If for those who don't live here in Florida, and for those that do live here, that you know what I'm talking about, but we haven't even jumped on the I-4 yet. We're just trying to get onto the I-4, and there's a long-ass line. It's stuff like that. this that makes me just want to you know, get depressed and make me want to leave uh, Orlando, because the I-4 is the worst um, highway, I think, in all of the country. Uh, this is horrible. This is horrible. Uh, it's like tourists, 100% tourists, and I don't know, some people that live in, you know, south of Orlando, between Tampa and Orlando, and they work in Orlando, listen, have another way, build another interstate. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into it, but Joe Biden, come on, man, get that bill passed, build the infrastructure already, we need more highways, we need more exits, come on. Joe Biden do better. I guess are you well, I'm not gonna talk politics on this. I'm hoping tonight get to the game. I don't see any like fuck Joe Biden signs anywhere. We are in Tampa though, so you never know. Listen, I'm not yeah, this is not a political podcast, but I will say this, since we live in a red state, uh, there are gonna be a lot of Trump lovers, and that's okay. You can you can be a Trump lover, that's okay. Oh, this guy has Massachusetts plates. Nice. Oh, yeah. So I'm telling you. Yeah, they're coming. Yeah, they're coming. I wish I had a Red Sox flag, like, on my car. But I'd probably have someone throw some eggs at me. This guy going to the game? See, guy or girl? I don't know. Tinted windows, Tinted man. Tinted windows, man. You don't know. So, yeah, this this is, uh, is going to be a first for me. First playoff game. Definitely excited about it. We're gonna hit the road eventually. The the GPS says hour forty minutes, so we got a long way to go. However, Don't remind me. <laughs> however, <laughs> I will say this: if Tampa, for some reason, underestimates this team, because I don't know. They think that we have home field advantage. 
because it, it goes two games, two games, and then back to Tampa, right? I think so, yeah. So, uh, so maybe Wednesday night is game five, Tuesday night. If we make it to game five, all bets are off. That's right. All bets are off. We're going to win game five. Listen, it's not about whether you jinx this team or not. It's about how well they played. And when I was listening to Mr. A-Rod commentating <laughs> the other night, he was like, he said something to the effect of, oh, the Red Sox, such an or- unorganized club. And I was like, unorganized club? We had the most assists. We had the most, you know, I think second or top five steals. This is not an organized team. But he has to say that because he loves the Yankees. There was one moment where I heard him talking about, uh, they asked him if he made up with uh, Veritek. Did you hear that? Oh, yes. <laughs> I hope I hope the next time Veritek sees him, he just punches him right in the face again. That would be awesome. Well, it's hard to, you know, man things with Veritek when he's actually coaching. He's actually on the Red Sox team still. Yeah. And you are up in the booth. So you're no longer in baseball, period. Nobody wants you, A-Rod. Not even J-Lo wants you, A-Rod. Harsh. <laughs> that's, that's a bit much, Eric. <laughs> Listen, let's get personal. <laughs> let's get personal. He was J-Lo's little bitch, and now he's not anymore. Now, And they were going to, I guess they were going to buy a team or they're going to be part of a purchase in Miami. And guess what? It was going to be all J-Lo's money. Mm. And guess what? You're out. You're out, A-Rod. You're not getting a piece of the pie. Just like the Yankees, you're out. You're out. So, listen. This this team is capable of a lot. If your boy Sales gets his act together, because he's a legitimate ace on this team. Uh, but he, we know he doesn't pitch well come September or October. Yeah. We, you know, a lot will be riding on how he pitches, unfortunately. But that's why I think it's still going to come down to, like, clutch hitting for sure. Yes, it's definitely going to come down to clutch hitting, how timely hitting. And to be honest, this, you know, have you ever heard of the uh, Ewing theory? Oh, what is that? Basically, what happens is if you have a star on your team and that star gets hurt, all of a sudden, everyone else picks up the slack for you. And I think with J.D. Martinez being hurt, everyone else is picking up the slack. Well, I'll take it. Let's go. So let's do it. J.D. Martinez, maybe we don't need you. Maybe this team is picking up the slack. Verdugo. Why are you kicking him off the damn team? He's still on the team. He's still on the team, but he's hurt. <laughs> I saw him celebrating. I was like, oh, he's not that hurt. If he can celebrate and throw beers and, and champagne in the air, I don't think he's that hurt. Hey, he might come in, you know, game three or four and get us a win. You never know. So keep well, that negative vibe. You it's know. not a negative vibe. The Ewing theory exists because it's just a theory. It hasn't been proven. It's just a theory, but I think that with Tommy hitting, there's a there's a chance this team, if they win tonight, 
and pay, and went to his Fenway. The series is over. It's over. Let's do this. Let's do this, wrestling. I believe that you can. The juju is working. Whatever Alex Cora and his team are doing, it's working. And by the way, he's not cheating, okay? I know that's what you're thinking. He's not hanging on any garbage cans anywhere. This is uh, this going to be a legit win uh, if we were able to make it. You can't even hear... Look, have you, I don't know if you've ever been to Fenway Park, but it's so tight in there. You can hear people farting <laughs> across the park. There's no way that he's able to cheat. Maybe at Houston, because it was so wide, and plus he already paid the price. He already did his one-year suspension. So it's not cheating. This guy is capable of, of managing a team. But... It's going to be like the same thing. You're just going to look at the negative. Fine. Then look at the negative. You're still going to lose Yankee fans like you did on Tuesday night. So the more you complain about Alex Cora, the more we're going to keep winning. There. I said it. <laughs> I said it. Oh, man. I hope like next year, you know, when we come back and listen to this. You, the Yankees don't win and someone rubs it in our face um, because that'll be just be awful listen I have a good feeling about this year even if they don't make it far in the playoffs I mean I'm already static that they beat the Yankees that I know there's no more victories in the playoffs but the fact that they beat the Yankees in a one game playoff I'm over the moon about it. Yeah. It's what, not the same as getting a World Series, but I'm over the moon about it. What do you think about this one-game playoffs, by the way? Oh, I think it's perfect. I think that if you can get two teams that really, really played well, you know, like the Yankees and the Red Sox, they won over 90 games, and you have a one-game playoff, I think that's a good idea. I think... What is not a good idea is the whole, like, you know what? Let's limit the mound visits. You know what? Let's put somebody on second base when there's extra innings. I don't think that's it. Oh, people are just crossing over yeah. the... Wow. Wow. So this is why you need a, a huge pickup truck. Yeah, this is you need 4x4. Four four. So people have just basically gone off-road at this point to get on the I-4 because they are tired of waiting on this line, which we're still on, by the way. It must be like 15 minutes already. Not only that, but this guy, he's got a pickup ram. He's like, you know what? I got nice rims. I don't want to go over the medium. <laughs> My car is clean. I got nice rims. I know I'm driving a 4x4, but I'm not going to go over the medium. Sorry. He's just not. And, I mean, what are the chances of you getting caught? Oh, the chances of the cops even caring. <laughs> They're probably so doing the same thing. But anyway, going back to one game playoff, they, you know, I, I don't know if I like it because you play 160 whatever games just to have your season, you know, come to an end with one game, uh, a one game series. I don't know if I, I like like that at all. Well, it makes sense because then then why even have divisions? If remember back in the old days, back back, you had two divisions, west, uh, east. 
And whoever won the most games won the playoffs and they got to go to the World Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want to go back to that because then you're excluding a lot of teams. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, I think but I think that you should have a one-game playoffs, but I do think that once you get that victory, you shouldn't have to play the number one. I think they need to reshuffle it. I think if you win that one game playoff, you get to play someone else. Because what happens, for example, what happens with the uh, Giants and Dodgers? I mean, they're basically one and two. You know, one, one, the Giants won like 108 games, and the Dodgers won like 106 games. Yeah. Yeah, they ended up in a tough situation there. And I didn't get to watch the – I saw the highlight. I didn't watch the game. Uh, but walk off in the end to win. But, you, yeah, you're right. you got to feel bad um, that, you're again, your season ends like that after winning 100-something games. But you know who I don't feel bad for? The Yankees fans. <laughs> because they talk a lot of smack. They said, you know what, we had this team – that's overpaid, overpriced, and we're not even going to make the playoffs. And then the last two months, Stanton gets hot. All of a sudden, they're like, we told you, we told you, we're going to make the playoffs. We told you. You didn't. You were out on this team. Coming like June, July. All of a sudden, you're like, we told you, Stanton is a Yankee. We're going to win games no matter what. Man, get out of here. Yankees suck. Well, I'm not going to add anything else to that. Um, Stan, I don't know what got up his ass, but he did turn things around at the end of the year. And it was uh, a little bit worrying. The problem with the Yankees, they only got like two hitters. That's it. Um, the bottom half of their lineup, you know, is was not scary at all. So there's no, you know, surprise that the Sox were able to beat him. Not only that, but... You know, they struck out a lot. I mean, even though Judge can hit home runs, even though Stan can hit home runs, they strike out a lot. And when you have a team that it's feast of famine, either home runs or strikeouts, I'm sorry, but you're not a good team. That's why you're home packing up your stuff, because you're not good. You put Brian Cashman, you put together a bad team, that it, it was overpaid. Garrett Garrett Cole, you paid him all that money, and he didn't even last three innings. He was out for nothing. You know who who beat him? Evaldi. That's who beat him. <laughs> and I'm sure he's not making the same money as Garrett Cole. So, yeah, Yankees get the tea time ready, like the sign said. Get ready for the tea time. <laughs> Should have called the head. Well, you know what? I think most of them live here in Florida. Yeah. Because they don't they don't want to pay that state tax in New York. Yeah, I don't blame them. Yeah, I don't. Bl- Actually, I found this interesting. I know this is off topic, but I found this interesting. So, do you know that depending on the state that they play, they pay taxes for that for the time that they play in that game? No. So that if they, for example, if they have five games in Massachusetts, those five games, the payroll calculates 
the taxes for that's those ridiculous. Fights. That's insane. That is insane. Is that true of every sport or just I baseball? think every sport is like that. Wow. That's why you see these pro pro, pro athletes living in Texas, living in Florida, living in places that have no state tax. Mm-hmm. But they can't escape it because when they go play away, whatever the state rate for that particular state, the payroll has to pay. And it makes sense because think about it. They're actually working there, so to speak. I know they're playing a game, but they're actually working in that particular state. So, yeah, you're going to get taxed, baby. So, imagine being a Yankee player playing in Yankee Stadium. 81 games, you're going to get taxed that New York tax rate. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, tax the rich. That's what I say. Listen. This traffic is horrific. <laughs> we've, we been, are, we've been standing in the same spot for like 10. We're moving like at five miles an hour. Yeah. This is I, crazy. You know, I used to say crazy things about like traffic. Like there better be a dead person a mile away from here. But there better be a car wreck. <laughs> there better be a dead car wreck. <laughs> nope. With like bodies all over the place nope. for this type of traffic. It's you, just bad traffic. Exactly. Tampa, what's well, Tampa? Orlando, this I-4 is just ridiculous, you know. And you'll drive, you know, for miles and then all of a sudden clears. But like these one or two areas on the I-4 is just makes you want to pull your hair out. It's just insane. And you know, the in-laws live the next exit. Now, we're, we're on I-4. And they live in Champions Gate. So if you know Central Florida, you know Champions Gate is south of Disney. They live in this area. And no matter what time of day I come, no matter what day of the week it is, there is always traffic in that exit. Always. Even, you know, the other night when we had, we were celebrating my wife's birthday. My sister-in-law had to be driven home. And I was like, you know what? I'll be a good family slash uh, brother-in-law and I'll drive her home. And it must have been like 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday night. Guess what? We hit traffic. Yeah, it's like, where are these people going? And I, you know what? I don't even think it's the people. It's just the way the roads were built or something. You got like four different like lanes and then two that are merging onto it and then like less than like 500 feet you have another two lanes that are trying to merge so you got all these folks uh trying to merge from different areas and onto this one expressway um it's it's just crazy and that's why you don't do podcasts while you're driving because then you get into a five minute rant about traffic yep so let's get back to socks top. <laughs> Enough with this, <laughs> with this traffic talk. We don't work for the news. We just say we're in it. We're in it, and feel bad for us because we're in it. But it's you know, going back to the socks. I think that the formula was always there, as long as you have Sander Vogards, as long as you had Rafael Davers, and as long as you have. Um, JD Martinez hitting, you're gonna be okay. Yeah, we have like some really, really 
uh, good players on the team. I know their average isn't that great, like you said, but they can do so many good things. So many, I think they might be first. I don't know if they are still in terms of like extra bases and stuff, but uh, between Xander and Devers uh, and the rest of the team, you know, I'm confident at, you know, it doesn't matter who's up. I, I always feel like there's a, a chance for us to, to get a hit. And I, I like, you know, Alex Cora brought Verdugo on the team. Uh, we kept Christian Guzman as a catcher. Christian Vasquez, sorry, as a catcher. He's hitting the ball. Uh, then we got this new guy, uh, last name Travis. He's just there. He's just had a hit. And I didn't even know that they, he got he was on the team until Tuesday when he came up to bat. He didn't do too well, but he's there just in case. And we even got Julio Iglesias. He unfortunately he didn't make the playoff roster because of the rules, but he was he was originally drafted by the Red Sox from Cuba. He was not very good. So he got jacked, he got traded, but he's back on the team because yeah. he plays good defense. And we needed, you know, we needed to plug in second base. He did marvelous. He did a good job. Yeah, and, I, and that's what I appreciate about Red Sox uh, management. Um, they know exactly what they need. They, they're not like the Yankees who say we're all in on power hitters and that's it. They realize you got to have a defense, you got to have some speed, you got to have uh, guys that are capable of getting hits, guys that are capable of get, getting home runs. It's just a mix, a mixture of like different things that they can do uh, that gives them, I, I think, a lot of options on on uh, when they're hitting. So good for the Sox. Not only the Sox, but I think that. Another player who I also like this year is Renfro, which they got. He was actually with Tampa, and they picked him up. And I don't know if he has the revenge factor in him, but he should hit in this series. He should be like, you know what? You motherfuckers let me go. I'm coming back to haunt you. This is I'm expecting big things from him. You know, he's coming back. They let him go. He's going to hit the ball. I hope they all do. You know, I hope everybody hits. It's just very disrespectful that... Well, it's not disrespectful. If you if you think about Tampa, they're kind of like the Oakland A's. They sign you very for a very, very low, cheap price. They, you know, I think, I think their entire um, team is like 30 million dollars it's ridiculously low yeah and i gotta give them credit too you know n not the approach i would necessarily take because you feel bad for guys who break out and want big contracts they end up having to leave but year in and year out they figure out how to uh i don't know if it's, it's just like who they draft uh if it's their minor league system or what but you know they always put they recently at least they've put together like really strong strong teams and they always have good chemistry well not only i don't i don't know if um how they do it i think that the owners they say you know what here's our budget you got to make it work 
they make it work, but then they actually p- put a good product on the field. Right. So they're not, you know, it's not like a triple A team that's playing in the major leagues. They, these, these, these teams that they put together are actually good teams. Yeah. They actually have good pitching. They actually have good hitting. So, you know, this is, I can see why Tampa Bay is favorite, but you know what? I still, I still got faith in the Sox will do it. Oh, we will. We'll find a way. We'll find a way. And you know, sometimes we might cheer. Sometimes we might cry. Sometimes we want make, we might get angry. But I think that this game is going to set the tone. We either keep it close and win, or you know, worst case scenario, we just lay down and get our yeah butts blown. <laughs> it's over by the third inning. <laughs> Which has happened, so it has happened before, yes. <laughs> but uh, we don't want to think that way. Mm-hmm. We want to we win this game. If we can just steal this first game, oh man, I would be so static. That's right. I'd be so static. Oh, just be the best. Be the best. If not, we're going to be just as miserable as the Yankee fans on our way home tonight. Well, no, because we still got. You know, for the games to yeah, make it true. right. That's true. The Yankees, they just miserable people, period. They had one chance. The Yankees blew it, and then their fans had to ride back angry. Angry. The good thing is that, you know, not crossing, crossing, uh, uh, crossing over topics, but at least both New York teams won. Yeah, that's true. So normally, if you're a Jets fan or a Giants fan, you know this week went okay. Yeah, got it. Got some excitement this weekend. So, so tonight they play tonight in Tampa. They play Friday night in Tampa, and then they go back. They don't. They don't play in Fenway till Sunday night. So, if they, if we could just steal one of these games, whether it's game one or game two. Please, for the love of God, if there's a God, let's not go down 2-0. Yeah. Not to this team, because I think this team is good. It's really, really good. So uh, we, let's just steal one. That's all I'm asking for. Just steal the game. Let's go. We're moving. We're moving. Not- Only 21 miles an hour, but we're moving. We're moving. Game starts at eight, and we are scheduled to arrive at seven ten. That still gives us time for a pregame uh, drink or two or three, whatever the case. So uh, we're gonna fight this traffic. We are at uh, let me see how much time. Uh, we're gonna leave it there. We just wanted to record something on the way there so that you know that we're excited. You know that we're going to be back in our Red Sox team. So, Ron, what do you got to tell the the listeners out there? One, wish us luck. Uh, Two, if any Yankees fan are out there, don't hate us too much. We don't want any hate mail from you or anything like that. Uh, And then next week... On Tuesday, whenever we record and release the next podcast, we'll give an update about how today went, um, what happened, and um, 
See you guys next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. See ya. So, the Sox did not pull the game off against the Rays. Ron, what what happened? Give me a summary of what happened tonight. Uh, we got donkey punched, I guess is the best way of putting it. We didn't show up at all. Got shut out. Left eight runners on base. And, uh, yeah, we got our asses kicked. It's embarrassing. I mean, not even one run. This team, maybe they celebrated too hard. What do you think? Why wasn't this team prepared mentally for this game? I don't know if they, are, they weren't prepared. This is just what they do, man. They, uh, you know, from time to time, they can uh, go really cold hitting and you know and we were you know thought we had a chance I, th I said you know we needed to get off to a good start and we were down I think two nothing right off the bat so that was definitely ominous I mean we we had more hits than the Rays it was nine to six but as you mentioned before when you're down to nothing and when you hit a dumb home run like what happened tonight what was What's the whole thing with their roof? Why are there different rules for them? I have no clue. But everybody in the stadium was just like dumbfounded. I guess the Rays fan were used to the uh, to the rule, but um, I think we all, everyone, well, at least the Red Sox fan, thought it was a ground rule double. It was going to be an out, to be honest with you. the uh, The outfielders were tracking the ball pretty well. It looks like they were about to catch it on the warning track, and then all of a sudden, you know, it, it hits something uh and uh that was it right the up called it a home run and that was kind of the uh the backbreaker i think yeah because at that point they went up what three nothing or yeah. four nothing yep and uh you know i would say that was that was the dagger and then the stealing home making it five nothing that was the other dagger yeah that was a lack of focus it was it was, you know, we saw, I don't know who, who it was that stole home, but he was like inching up the whole time and the pitcher did not even look his way one time whatsoever. So that was an easy steal. Not surprised. He took advantage uh, of the pitcher not paying attention. It was a lack of focus because when uh, the previous pitcher, Nick Pabetta, was on, he, he was checking the guy on first base because he knew he was a stealing threat right so he kept them on base kept them on base and then when they switched pitchers it all went downhill yeah he didn't look look over once the third base not once i was keeping an eye on him and they obviously saw that and said well shit if you're not going to check on me I'll just, I'll just take off and score which is exactly what happened but you know at the end of the day it doesn't matter one nothing five nothing if you can't piece together some hits timely hits like we talked about you leave eight guys on base it doesn't matter what what sort of pitching performance you you have out there I mean they have bases loaded with one out and they still couldn't get a run lots of swings and misses today for sure that De Devers didn't come through Bobby Dahlbeck didn't come through uh, it was just you know, like I said, how can you score six runs on Tuesday and then none today? Zero. 
and you know, it's not it's not totally surprising because the Rays have owned us. You know, I know they own everybody, but it seems like every time I the Sox play the Rays, it's it was not has not even been close. You know, we can't find a way to beat them for whatever reason. Um, so it's not completely surprising, but we got to figure it out like tomorrow because we go down 0-2. It's that's all she wrote. Yeah, this thing cannot go down 0-2. If you go down 0-2, then there's you're taking a flight to watch them celebrate on your field. Right. Uh, having said that, I am very happy that we made it this far, but this team is capable of so much more. You know, Verdugo was up there swinging like he didn't care. He just wanted to make contact. Yeah, they were uncharacteristically just like impatient at the plate and, you know, at the you know start of the game and it, and it cost them. Um, and the, the opportunities that they had to make contact, it, it was like just a bunch of ground balls in the infield. Um, they turned in, I think, a couple double plays on us, too, which were any, any thought of a rally or a comeback. They you know, just quickly squashed it. So just very disappointing overall offensively. Yeah, there, there was no doubles. There was no home runs. There was zero extra base hits. Maybe one. I think I saw one, but it was just bad. And then what do you what do you got to say about the, the Ray fans clubs there? Yeah, so we talked about like what will we see. There were, there were quite a bit of Red Sox fans, but honestly it was probably... Well, you, say, you said 80-20, right? It was probably about 80-20. Um, lots of Ray's fans came out of nowhere. And um, our buddy Steve said it's never like this. It's only like playoffs that they actually show up, you know, and you actually see a bunch of people in the stadium. I would have to say that the average age for the Rays fans was 55 and over. Yeah, that's a normal, I think, normal scene for Tampa. You go to the Bucks game, you'll see the same thing. Uh, lots of uh, older folks, and then some young, you know, some younger folks. Uh, but mostly, it's mostly older community for sure. So, in your estimation, is is the series over, or is there life, or you didn't see anything that you may have been like, you know, positive signs or anything? What What do you think? Well, we got sale going Friday tomorrow. Um, you know how I feel about him in October. He can't really always be trusted. You know, I. In terms of my confidence, I'm not very confident, you know, in, in us turning it around, unfortunately. I feel like, you know, I, I said that this team was good enough to make it into the show, but as soon as they got here, you know, the, uh, the better teams would, would just, you know, overtake us pretty easily, and that's what happened game one. But you never know, it is baseball. We, you know, if we can just bounce back and win one game, Take it back to Fenway with a one-one. Um, then we get that gives us a chance. But if we go out and get embarrassed tomorrow or just lose, period, it's uh, it's going to be over. Yeah, I definitely don't want this team to be swept by the Tampa Bay Rays. Tomorrow it's a it's a heavy-duty game. If they don't win tomorrow, I would say that the series is over. What do you think? 
for sure yeah it, it's it'll be over and like I said you know I don't know what what to expect from sale but at the end of the day you got to be able to score you know when you get to the playoffs and we get we left too many guys you know on on base you got to figure out a way to get those get those runs in and we got to we got to score early too right this team doesn't play well from behind so we got to figure out how to get an early lead and you know hold on to it yeah i would say you know and this is you only need one run so if sale comes down tomorrow and is dominant and is striking guys out and we get one or two runs up i i think i have enough trust in the bullpen that we can win two runs we can win two zero but if sale is not dominant and we have to go back to the bullpen again i it just can't go to the well that many times right and we didn't use our best players we didn't use uh, Whitlock, we didn't use Robles, we didn't use uh, Brazier, so they're sitting there and, and you know what, you shouldn't not use them because we were losing the game. Yeah, so tomorrow, I don't know what JD's status is, but we need him, you, you know, I don't know if this game would have been any different, but we need his bat, I think, for sure, uh, for tomorrow. Yeah, we'll have to check what his status is. I don't know off the top of my head if he's, you know, I know he has an ankle injury, but I don't know how serious it is. Is he sitting down the whole series? They, we're taking it game to game. I don't know, but his bat would have been useful tonight. Uh, for sure. Yes, definitely for sure. Especially, I mean, just get an extra base hit, you know, and... You know, just to add to this, that stadium needs to be blown up. Yeah, it's it is like it doesn't matter what you see on TV. Seeing it on TV doesn't do it justice until you get to the stadium. It is horrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, that Nelson Cruz pop up was a home run. That doesn't happen in any other stadium. Yeah, and just besides that, it's ridiculous that, you know, their bullpen is literally on the, on the field. You guys got guys sitting right there next to you um, that's supposed to be in your bullpen, um, you know, because they don't have a real bullpen. And I was looking around. All I saw was a bunch of advertisements. I, I don't know if it's like this in every other stadium, but the advertisements, like, took over the scoreboard. The scoreboard is, like... It's hard to even like you know keep track of like the the runs that are being scored, who's at the plate, what their statistics are, and all that stuff because you just see ads all over the place. It just it's a uh, it it's looks a, like a minor league. Yes, uh, looks like a field. minor league stadium. You know you got your Canes furniture all over the place. Mm -hmm. Listen, I know that they're part of the marketing team is get as much money as possible, but if it's impeding you following the game uh, maybe you should take that to add down maybe you should take that big block K down I mean it's the playoffs and it wasn't even working right I don't know it's it's, it's just I'm disappointed that we couldn't even get on the scoreboard but tomorrow is a new day if we don't get them back tomorrow I don't know I mean 
This series may be over sooner. I just don't want to get swept, Ron. Yeah. Um, same here. But, you know, I don't know who pitches game three on it's a, Sunday. It's a Baldi game Mavaldi, three. okay. I mean, he gives us a chance for sure. But, you know, we're not a team. I, I don't think we're good enough to go down 0-2 and mount a three-game comeback. No, I, I agree with you. We're not that good. So they got to win tomorrow. I think they lose, it's over. Yeah, because if they lose tomorrow and then by the luck of the Irish, they win on sun on Sunday, Monday, it could be a done deal. Yeah, I mean, in Boston. Do you want the Rays celebrating in your home field? Nobody wants that. Yeah, but I mean, Rays are the better team. We've, I think we all would agree, you know, with how they played throughout most of the year. And I know we were ahead of them at one point early in the season. But, uh, you know, since the All-Star break, they've been the dominant team, you know, uh, for the most part in our division. So you got to give it to them. You know, with low payroll, they find ways to get guys together, and they're all in. And uh, they have a good chance. No, they have a very good chance, but they were they took over Fritz's place in August and September. So you tell me that out of the four months, the other they were good for the two months, and then those two months they they're the best team. No, I think they definitely won the most games in the American League, but. We have a chance. If we win tomorrow, they can make this into a series. And then, if it goes to game five, we might have to look at the stadium again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> as I know. ugly as the stadium is, and as obnoxious as Rays fans are. Yeah, they were pretty obnoxious today, I'll tell you that. It's like that you know, they won like 50 World Series or something. I know. They haven't won anything. But the young, the young cats, they don't know that. Yeah. I, I they're the new generation. They look at the Rays and like, yes, this team is good. And you're like, you just started being good like 12 years ago. Settle yeah. down. Well, we didn't see much on the field from the Sox. We did see a lot of fights <laughs> in on, the stands, though. In the stands. <laughs> <laughs> that was entertaining. Yes, and we almost got into a fight. <laughs> so uh, it's all good. Yeah, by the seventh inning, I think all the Red Sox fans were pretty frustrated with tired of hearing it. Well, from the I think, yeah, I think they, the ones, they, the rest of the fans left, and then the ones that stuck around were like, we're not having it anymore. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's very entertaining uh, for, for us in the stands, but Friday, what is it? Might, might be 12 o'clock now so yeah 12 20 so today tonight friday night the the Sox must win it's a must win game absolutely so we're gonna leave it there we're gonna post this for those Sox fans and just say that support the team tomorrow do what you gotta do let's go Sox. let's go let's go Sox. yep Thanks again for listening. Please send your questions and or suggestions to Shut Your Mouth Podcast. That's shutympodcast at gmail.com. 
You can always reach us via Twitter at Shut Your Mouth Podcast or DM us at the gram at Shut Your Mouth Podcast. Again, S H U T Y M Podcast. Until next time, see ya. Peace.